Welcome to Happy Hour with Stretch and Stir Fry. Now, every now and then, a once in a generation, prodigiously talented Italian sportsman with a gloriously romantic name hoves into view, leaving an indelible mark on those around them. Charming yet ruthless, Roberto Baggio, Alberto Tomba, Valentino Rossi, Enzo Ferrari, Sergio Parise, and Vasco Vascotto the current tactician of Luna Rossa, America's Cup campaign, and one of the all-time big winners on the yachting circuit for the last 25 years. We're lucky enough to have Sturfry on the line now, who has sailed with him more than most and can give a unique insight to Vasco the man and Vasco the sailor. Sturfry, over to you. Hi, Stretch. Yeah, looking forward to this one. It should be good. I mean, you never know quite what you're going to get with Vasco. It could go left field, could go right field. I know it will be entertaining. It will give us a, a, a great opportunity to hear what makes him buzz, how he motivates a team, technical appreciation of the sport. And as it's VE Day, um, I think we can um, safely say it's going to be Vasco Entertainment Day. Thanks, Steph Ryan. Well, we promised Vasco that we wouldn't ask him any questions about the America's Cup. So uh, let's get stuck right in and ask him some questions about the America's Cup. Ah, oh, ciao, Vasco. Here we go. <laughs> How you doing? So, so uh, just on the sail program, Vasco, you you feed us in beautifully, as if you're telepathic. This is wonderful. Obviously, the double skin mainsail is a is a is a new concept and philosophy. Yeah. Um, some boats are running with a boom, and some boats are running without a boom. Can you just explain the the, the, the concept of of the double skin mainsail? How one side is fuller than the other, and whether you should run a boom or not. Uh, I mean, you promised to me that you don't make too many questions about America's Cup, and you start with a well, straight away with a big bump. Um, I mean, <laughs> thank you. Okay, okay, okay. We'll move on. We'll move on. We'll no, move on. No, 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 no. no I'm, I tell you what. What I can, what I can tell you that um, I start this campaign, and I was listening uh, a lot everybody because. Uh, they are coming with a sail that was not a sail, it was a wig. And what I can tell you is that uh, the soft skin doesn't work exactly like a wig. So uh, you start uh, uh, approaching this new concept like a wing, but then suddenly you need to move to something different. That is not a sail, but um, it's not so far away from what... Uh, what you learn in your uh, in the past. So what I can tell you, this is the first problem. The other bigger problem that all the all this kind of boat has is the load that you have on the mainsail. So the boom or not boom is a big choice to do if uh, you want to try to uh, be very react to have a good reaction to uh, to the breeze. And because the load is so high, it's very difficult to move uh, your traveler, your sails in order to be in balance. So you choose one or the other, uh, boom or not boom, just uh, to me in the direction that you are uh, using some kind of, uh, um, how I can tell you, uh, some kind of uh, uh, tools or others, let's say, to, to move your sail. But it um, looks like that everybody are going more or less uh, with the same speed. I think that New Zealand is doing a good job. Uh, but uh, again, they have the opportunity to think about this boat a little earlier than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Please don't give anything away that you don't want to give away, Vasco. And I know that you wouldn't. But 
if you if we if we talked about an average main sheet load on a version five cut boat going up wind and we said oh let's let's pick five tons as a number what would yes. be the um increase in load on the on the 75 50 percent more than the, the ic boat wow so <laughs> it's there is a play is a plenty of load for a so uh, um let's say um, not, we don't have many crews on board, but uh, we need to produce power in order to move this quickly. And, uh, and the load is very high. And the load is very high. So that's, uh, that's uh, one of the most important parts of the game. And this is why you're primarily involved in the team for your uh, grinding finesse. Yes. You, uh, as, the people does not know what is my nickname. You remember? It's Trapezius. Friction. Oh, yeah. Friction, yeah. <laughs> Friction, because every time that I try to have somebody on the on the on the handle, everybody says, "Oh, oh, friction is here." Do you remember? Do you remember when we were sailing in Barcelona many years ago, and it was one of the first times that you sailed with Matador? Yeah. And at the debrief afterwards, I was the laughing stock because I asked why you were shouting "sandwich" in the middle of a jibe. <laughs> yeah. And Bo- bocadillo sounds yeah, well, like bocadillo were... sounds like bocadillo but wasn't bocadillo no I That's... know it was and your mother was very cross with you for <laughs> shouting whatever you were shouting but... <laughs> yes for sure <laughs> and that's the reason why she went to, to pray to Fatima yeah. just to, to try to say the, the, the boy that the, <laughs> the little boy <laughs> and, and again you dovetail stories so well Vasco we're on to your parents um, I take it they are safe and well. Would you avail the listeners of the wonderful story of how your father knocked out a boxing champion? Okay, <clears throat> so my father is coming from Isola d'Istria. That uh, is uh, a little uh, little town that now is uh, Slovenian, but before the war was Italy. And uh, uh, he was uh, pr- practicing box. I mean, he, wa- he owns the... the uh, a place where uh, some young guys was practicing box, and one of those uh, was uh, um, was um, Nino Benvenuti. Nino Benvenuti became wa- world champion in uh, in box, and uh, just my father have a bad relationship with him one day, and he just knocked it. I mean, he punched him, and and uh, when I met uh, Nino Benvenuti in a prize giving in Trieste uh, after. 40 years, <laughs> 50 years, uh, maybe. I said, oh, sorry, Mr. Benvenuti, I am Vasco Vascotto, and my, uh, my father is Fabio. And he watched me say, what? Ah, he has a good left, uh, how you call left, left hook. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, I mean, my, the, the difference between my father and me is that his hands is double than mine, so. <laughs> but he's a good man. He's got a good left hook. So, so Vasco, um, I mean, your father obviously sounds like quite a dangerous man and a great boxer, but... Um... He's not, he's not, he's, <laughs> he's a very good man, yeah. <laughs> but was he a sailor as well? Yeah, he was a sailor. And um, one thing that Sirfei uh, knows is that um, when I'm sailing, uh, my uh, mother and father has the, the iPad and they are following all the regattas. And this and the debrief that we have after the regatta is the most difficult debrief uh, that you can have in your life. Because if you are, if you have a good race, okay, good race, you just you just have done what what they suppose that you have to do. But if you are behind, 
you pass a very bad time with them. Very bad time. So even though you've now won more world championships than anyone else on this earth, they're still critiquing every move you do. Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure. And uh, and uh, one thing that happens is that I have a, usually now, especially in Calgary, I have a three phone calls per day with them. So in the morning, and the first call, even if uh, is uh, okay, what is the forecast? Oh, breeze. Mm, what you test today? So then. <laughs> They want to know if we are saying or not, and and then at the end of the day, just uh, the summary of the day. But uh, they don't like this kind of life because they don't have the results. So they they are they are racing with me uh, when uh, <laughs> when I say with the TP or the other boat. And uh, let's say that uh, in the last ten in last twenty years, uh, I have two hundred fifty days of sailing of racing uh, and. For them, these last two years in here that in Cali they don't have any result to comment is a very bad time. <laughs> so your mum is not keen on testing. She just wants to go racing. Uh, for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like me. <laughs> so, so what happens when you guys go to New Zealand and you're in a different time zone? Are they going to take the trip out there? No problem. They are already training with it in New Zealand time. <laughs> uh, they wake up. Uh, <laughs> they are sleeping during the day. <laughs> uh, no, no problem. I tell you. When you look at um, your record that uh, Stretch just alluded to, Vasco, you've won, I don't know, however many world titles it is. But, 25, but... <laughs> but you would have to say that one of your most difficult opponents over the years has been Terry. And you yeah. and Terry now find yourselves in similar positions with cup teams. And I think it's a fantastic subplot that you're now going to be going to Auckland as heads of, you know, similarly funded, similarly skilled cup teams. And the rivalry is about to kick off again properly. <laughs> Terry is my nightmare. <laughs> 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 no, it's not true. It's not true. I think that um, it has been a, a very important, um, a very important uh, person for my career because, uh, uh, you know, for sure we are not big friends, okay? But <laughs> but um, but it's also true that uh, especially if you are not so, you don't have a so strong relationship, you um, you are trying to 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 fight in a, in a sportsman uh, way. Uh, in order to to be better every single day and try to beat him is uh, is uh, it's very important because if you beat him if, if you beat him I, I think that means that you sail well and uh, at the end it's not how many titles you win in your life but uh, how good do you feel when you come back home and you feel that you did a good job and uh, what uh, Terry is doing for me is push myself to be a little better every single day if I can and. Uh, Again, to have the opportunity to 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 be against uh, uh, each other in uh, in New Zealand would be would be fantastic because it's another part of our life that we will remember in twenty years. Yeah, for sure. And ultimately, you respect each other, and yeah. as challengers, it would be fantastic to think that the two of you will drive ultimately the whole challenger series to new heights, and that the challenger for the cup might be in a better place. <laughs> No. Fingers crossed. He's doing the fingers crossed, listeners. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, um, what is the saying you used to come up with regularly? Is it, uh, I will get this wrong, but I will try, più giorni che luganiga? Se più giorni che luganiga, yes. That's, uh, uh, I tell you that if you ask this uh, to an Italian, he doesn't know what it means, but if you ask this uh, to somebody of Trieste, 
I tell you, is becoming for you a friend for all the rest of your life because it's so important phrases, you know? I mean, you journey Kelugani means uh, that uh, doesn't matter how it's going today, but uh, there will be more day than sausages, you know? <laughs> so you have time to recover it. So the literal <laughs> translation is there are more days than sausages. Exactly. Perfetto. Che mi fermo. Exacto. Happy to see you, dear friend. We passed very good uh, good years together. Eh? <laughs> Ciao. Yeah. Also, yeah. Let's, let's do one thing. Also to Gija, that is a, a huge friend of us. I think oh. Gija. Legend. Gija Parada, very good skipper. That we should... Uh, thanks for the time that we passed together. Exacto. I think it's probably a very good time to ask an Italian exactly what kind of wine he's drinking there. Wine? Hmm. I tell that's right. Today, I'm drinking beer. Beer? Yeah. It's just in the honor of, of Sifra. I mean, <laughs> what are you drinking, Sifra? Gin tonic. Uh, oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you start every your day. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, in, in honor of you, Vasco, I've gone for an Italian Merlot, and it's delicious. So, um... Bravo. Good job. <laughs> Stretch, if I may cut across you, sorry. Yeah, go on. Vasco, you and Keko. Um, yes. You have good chemistry, and yeah. I think having been lucky enough to do five or six years with you, it, it's quite clear when you're on the inside of the team that you're not quite the same people that are perceived on the outside of the team because you are, from the outside, a little bit crazy, a lot of fun, but on the inside you have incredible structure and you are quite disciplined. And then Keko from the outside appears maybe <laughs> disciplined. the disciplined one, but when you sail with him, he's a little bit crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I presume, you know, you've done a lot together, but now you're together in a cup team. Um, you're just both driving it forward. Do you ever butt heads? Is it all lovey-dovey all the time? Just give us a little insight. I tell you, Keiko is uh, an amazing sailor. I think that uh, as a team, we are very lucky because... Uh, uh, first of all, Kiko is, uh, is a very smart guy. Point number one, he, he, he knows a lot about foiling boats. I mean, he has a huge experience. And I think that, uh, to me, in our team, is the best person that we have in order to develop a boat that is a foiling boat. So he has exactly the right amount of knowledge about uh, old school boats, and the new kind of boats, because he did already uh, three cups with foiling boat. He's a very good, he's very good in mod, <laughs> but yeah. uh, you know that he's, he's also an old person. So he's not a young guy, so he's not so strong, but he's still very competitive also in mod, because I think that uh, he knows exactly how the boat will react uh, if he changes something on the boat. So we are very lucky to have Keiko on our team. And... Uh, also, I think that the sailing team that we have, it's amazing. Uh, we are, um, I think that we have some t very talented guys. I mean, Jamie Spittin, I don't have to, to speak too much about him. He's so good. And, uh, and also, he, he, he is uh, also Jimmy inside the team. He's uh, not just uh, respected, but he's part of, the, part of the team with the young guys. Uh, I think that we have a very good relationship. The other guys that we have in the team that are amazing, I think that probably we have the most talented guys and 
that I never met in my life, that is uh, Pietro Sibello. Pietro Sibello is just, uh, let's say, he has a very unlucky career because um, he was got gold medal in the 49, but he capsized at 100 meters from the finish mm. line. Oh, uh, your cane. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and then, and then uh, he, he has some... Um, it wasn't... I mean, he has some physical problems, so he cannot uh, participate to the other Olympic Games where he was uh, one of the best ones, in, always in 49er. And we have him in that team that, uh, to me, has, uh, is something magic. But uh, I think that uh, on him, uh, I help him to grow up and try to be a little more uh, I, aggressive, to be a little more Vascotto and Terry Hutchinson, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so he, he's uh, becoming a very, another very important asset for the team. And after that, we have amazing young guys. And this is uh, what makes me very happy because uh, I, had in my, uh, I didn't have the opportunity to sail with uh, so young uh, sailors. And everybody was speaking about the young guys. Say, oh, they are spoiled. They don't want to work. It's exactly the opposite. We have in our team some young guys that are, are so humble, so nice, that uh, it's a pleasure to be with them. And they gave me a lot of energy. So... I don't know if I will be on board, probably not, but uh, uh, what I can tell you, what I can tell you is uh, it's a pleasure to try to help these guys to become better and better every single day. Well, you, you, you preach the culture, they pick it up and run with it. <laughs> yeah, what what makes me sad about this boat, and now I tell you, because after after that I drink this amount of beer, I can I can tell you something more. <laughs> is that unfortunately we are bouncing uh, to the from one boundary to the others, and there's not uh, too much uh, space for a, a real tactician, and that's the only sad part uh, that I see from this boat, because otherwise uh, they are are very nice and fantastic boat. But uh, but for me it's. Uh, uh, again, as I told you, it's a pleasure to be in that uh, in, in this team, and also the tactician will have another another kind of uh, possibility to help. Uh, and uh, I mean, the strategy will be made uh, before the regatta. So that's uh, that, that's uh, the reason why I'm happy that uh, I choose uh, to, to have the opportunity to do this campaign. And after that, I don't tell you nothing more about America's Cup. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I mean, it's interesting you allude to it there, Vasco, that there will be obviously a lot of strategy that is done the night before and then obviously in the 15 minutes preceding the race, just yeah. because I would imagine also the decision-making process is going to have to be so snappy that you need to have some framework of a plan um, because the race course is so small. Yeah, and the tactics that we started one year ago, you know, I mean... Uh, <laughs> The, 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 it's, uh, it's not something. The America's Cup. Uh, if you want to be a good, uh, a good strategist or a good tactician, you need to help. Uh, uh, not the last uh, forty minutes, but it's a matter to help uh, in the last two years. I mean, um, it, it, it's very nice to be part of a project where every single day, if you are making the right move, the the, the, the smartest move, you can gain point one. Point zero zero five, point zero zero one, and you add every single day this kind of amount of uh, of, of gain, and uh, you can uh, you can feel uh, you can feel that you make something important to to try to win the cup. So Vasco, does that mean that uh, as a tactician these days, it's as much about what you're feeding back to the design team 
a year before as it is during the actual regatta itself. Now, correct, but it's not that you cannot have during the regattas, obviously. I mean, I think that during 10 minutes before the regatta, you need to remember which kind of opponent you have on the other side. So you need to understand which weak point the, 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 the other team has, uh, are talk, you're talking about, and, and which kind of strength you can play. In the meantime, obviously, you are, in, you are selling New Zealand, and you know that the wind will be shifting. And especially with the Southwest, I mean, you need to take a still good decision where you want to start, which kind of side you want to, to play. But you know that unfortunately, after 40 seconds, even if you are in, in a good lift, you have to tap. So that, so that this is the, the sad part for a sailor that was looking for three degrees of shift. Yeah. And now you cannot play this shift anymore. You are becoming crazy for that. <laughs> but uh, this is the funny things, you know. So that's the reason why you need to be very focused on the speed of the boat uh, one year before, because uh, it's not just a matter of shift this time. It's a matter to prepare a boat that uh, give you the opportunity to tack better, to jive better, or to be fast in straight line. That's uh, the most mm. important thing. And, and would it be fair, Vasco? I mean, having never foiled, but in in. In any boat, the great Dave Curtis once said to me, it's not when you're fast that counts, it's when you're slow that hurts. Well, in a foiling boat, if your tacking speed is, I don't know, three knots, five knots, whatever it is lower than your top speed, and you spend more speed, uh, sorry, more time down speed, your overall time around the race course is going to be massively hindered. So can you explain? I mean, you're trying to tack better, maneuver better, etc., at the expense of all-out top speed? Yeah, I tell you, the balance that you have to find is exactly the problem of, uh, of your choice because uh, you're making small foils and you just sail faster. <laughs> mm-hmm. But around the course, probably you, 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 can, you can lose uh, your race because maybe if uh, after attack uh, you don't have the foil that uh, supports you and uh, you, uh, you have a touchdown, then, then you are in trouble. You lose a lot more than uh, going faster half and off. So the balance that you need to find is exactly what to make your team uh, successful or not. This is uh, what all the teams are looking for. Let's say that uh, probably one team starts uh, more with a big foil in order to maneuver better since the beginning. The other teams try to figure out if uh, you are sailing fast, how fast you can be in order to be able to complete attack. So, and then probably, uh, we don't know what will happen, Somebody will <laughs> converge into the almost the same decision or very close, and that's the reason why I'm. I think that this cup will be nice because we will not see a huge difference in performance as I was expecting in the beginning. <laughs> so that's that's quite interesting because I think that we saw, for example, very different boats, but maybe. Everybody will converge in one direction. I don't know. We will see a lot of different foil, and maybe everybody are converging in the other direction. Because um, I think that the guys that uh, did the rules did a quite nice job. Did a quite nice job. And uh, I don't know, maybe, and this is what, what I push into my guys of our department, of the sales, and maybe suddenly everybody was expecting that the sales are not so important. And maybe 
are the most important thing in the course. So mm. let's see, let's see how we'll go. We are very excited to, to test uh, the boat uh, close together. Unfortunately, mm. don't have the regattas in Cagliari and don't have the regatta in, in England. I think that uh, it's, um, it's very sad, but, um, but uh, I think that would be exciting the, to even more exciting this America's Cup because it will be a big question mark for everybody <laughs> when we will meet in New Zealand. And forgive me, Vasco, but is it correct that at the moment you're able to go sailing with some mechanical power rather than human power? Yeah, well, obviously the coronavirus was um, uh, is a problem, and uh, we need to uh, we need to deal with the uh, with the distance between person that uh, that. Uh, you need to maintain in order to be safe. So one thing that we did is uh, to think to go with uh, something that give the opportunity to save the boat with less person on board. But that's fantastic. I mean, you're, you're using essentially what for many people is downtime productively then. Uh, yeah, and uh, I, I think that that was an important call that we made. That is, uh, let's say, a strategic tactical <laughs> call that uh, well, I think that was correct because... Uh, we are able to go sailing, even if uh, in this period it's not easy to um, to maintain the distance between person and a sport. Yeah. How are your base preparations in New Zealand? I tell you, I'm not involved in that, and I have so a big mess in what I'm in, in what I'm doing that I don't. It's, I want it's to, not of I your concern. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know this. Uh, how to answer to this. So, Stir you promised not to ask Vasco too many questions on America's Cup, and all you've hey, done... Hey, about America's Cup! <laughs> all you've done is ask him about America's Cup. You haven't been recording, have you, Stretch? Uh, <laughs> no, not at all, nothing. We'll start now. Um, <laughs> um, I'm starting the chat now, Vasco. Vasco, I'd, I'd love to know, you're, you're a hugely talented sailor, and you've won in so many different classes. What is, what is the boat that, that gives you most enjoyment to race in? Okay, that's a difficult question because I I enjoy sailing a lot. That's mm-hmm. the reason why I was sailing 250 days per year. Uh, uh, and it was not just because obviously you gain more money. That is an important part of the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, also, but also because I really enjoy to sail and to, and to prove to myself that... Uh, I'm able to, to, to sail against other very important sailors. Unfortunately, my career, uh, especially for, for uh, money problem, let's say, I didn't have a, 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 a very huge career in, in Olympic class. So the only way to measure myself against the other was to go sailing on the big boat and try to prove that I'm good enough. And that get, so run from one, one class to the other make me just a, uh, feel uh, comfortable that I, I can do it. That's, uh, that is the most important thing. So I don't have a, a, a one boat that is important. There is uh, plenty of boats. And probably the TP, the TP at the end was uh, a very nice class because I, I, I started with the TP since the beginning uh, in 2005, I think. And, um, and uh, I sailed this class for 13 years, 14 years. So that's maybe the the best class that I ever sailed. Mm. Stir you've sailed with Vasco a lot and I've seen you guys. Um, actually, the only time I've met you, Vasco, was uh, after about four hours having some very nice wine on <laughs> Pampelon Beach, I think, um, in Saint-Tropez. 
where perhaps you and Stir Fry were not at your most professional. But but Stir Fry has always talked of you so highly. I mean, Stir Fry, um, going back to sailing with Vasco, I mean, he has won nearly everything. He's put his mind to. What, what, what do you see that makes the difference as a really top sailor? Well, he's, he's like many top sailors in that, A, he's passionate, B, he's talented, C, he's organised, D, he's driven, and I would say the E that Vasco has, he is enigmatic. He's the kind of guy, when you go sailing with him, you know, you will hike a bit harder, you will push a bit harder, you, 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 you try that little bit extra because you know that he is doing the same for you, and if he misses a shift, you know, it's a personal bereavement to him. <laughs> it, it, it's... Um, Good team player. Go to war with him. Thank you. Thank you. Vasco, Thank what, you. what about your old friend Stir Fry then? Oh, shut up, Stir Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, first of all, I start from the E. He's a team player. And uh, uh, and that's to me is uh, the the most important uh, the most important part uh, of the game because uh, First of all, you need to, to love your team more than anybody else. So no, even if, uh, if you, I, I have, I don't want to make, a, a, I don't want to say, um, this is not for Stierfer, but uh, another team. When I, met, I go inside the team, even if they don't know, I want to win with that team. What I don't want is to change somebody that uh, maybe you can find somebody better. But what I want is try to win with the team that calls me and uh, give uh, responsibility to everybody on board to try to help it, uh, everybody to become better and try to win with the team that I have. I don't want to change uh, um, uh, one young guy with, uh, with another one that is a big hero just to try to make my life easier. And Stifra is one of those persons that is exactly like that, that... Uh, Join the team and try to help the guys to become uh, better and try to have a good time together. So that's uh, what uh, make uh, let's say us uh, friends. And, uh, and that even if you are not sailing together anymore, when you finish the regatta, you have the respect and you pass the good time together. Exactto. Yeah. Correcto. Correct. <clears throat> and it sounds like you've also taught Sturfer how to speak fluent Italian, which is quite extraordinary considering he's Samoan. Well, to be fair, Vasco is the only person who's ever taken any time to try and teach me two or three words a day. <laughs> like rafiketa. A rafiketa, small puff. <laughs> <laughs> Nuvoleta. Cloudy. Yeah, exactly. He's, yeah, sinestra, a destra. But the problem was, when he was initially, initially sailing with us, all of the words that I would listen to, I then repeated to his mum, who slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> no, because as usual, he remembers only the bad words. Oh, well, what can I say on the, on the airways? I mean, I think Porco Boya is pretty no, bad. Yeah, okay. Porco That's Troya okay. is very bad, but I can't say the super bad one because I no, promised your mum I wouldn't say it anymore. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Vasco's mother's going to listen to this stuff, right? So do not, do not start saying those words. <laughs> I, I, I think we have a bond. Because I, I told a little white lie to Vasco's mother. When we were in Portimao, he was meant to go and visit the Fatima every day. And she said to me, has he been to visit the Fatima? And I just said, mm, I know. <laughs> 
our another America's Cup question in. He's on a roll now. Well, I, I don't know if I can should ask any more America's Cup ones, but I, I actually do want to ask one, which is, uh, I know that you guys haven't been lining up because you're not allowed to line up. There's definitely um, a moment where you look at your opposition and you do eye them up and you think, okay, we can have these guys. So how did you feel when you saw our brave British team going along? Uh, you, uh, you started very well the question. First of all, we are not allowed to line up. Yeah. Okay? So, and uh, we didn't. And uh, we were quite far away. And the breeze was from, it was a land breeze. So, you know, with land breeze, if you are quite apart, you can have a very shifty condition. And, and uh, let, let me answer very diplomatically, okay? A <laughs> very political answer. Uh, uh, the reality is that um, when uh, we were uh, closer, for um, uh, for the British guy was just uh, the I think the the second day in in uh, in Cagliari, and I don't think that they sell too much uh, in in England. And for us was uh, let's say one or two weeks more of sailing. And uh, what I can promise you is that. Uh, the, uh, the the learning curve is so uh, is so big that every single day every single day you are gaining half a knot, especially in the beginning. So I don't think that uh, we should uh, we should um, take any conclusion about that. Uh, I promise you that the Americans, for example, if you are watching them after ten days, you say, oh oh, they are in trouble. But uh, after that, uh, they they improve quite a lot. So I don't. Uh, I don't want to take any conclusion. I'm too old and forty to understand that is uh, is not a good uh, is not a good lesson. That one. Well, I think that's a, a great response and extremely diplomatic. So very thank good. you. I'm <laughs> very old. <laughs> so, so from your from your beautifully crafted political answer, which we yes. obviously gained absolutely nothing. Is it fair to say that your boat, sorry, your second boat, will be? a small incremental developmental change from your first boat and that other teams will have to have a slight departure. Still, Fred, I mean, I told you two minutes ago that we are very good friends <laughs> and that we have a lot of respect, but this one is too much. Even okay. if I finish the beer, okay, I cannot answer to this one. <laughs> Another good political answer. Well done. <laughs> Uh, let's say in let's say in this way, we are happy with the, what uh, we build. That uh, we are very very happy. I think that the, the designer did uh, personally. I hope, but I think that uh, did a good job. That's uh, what I can tell you. It does appear that other teams uh, are their hulls are developing appendages and longitudinal underwater fillets, very similar to yours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> can you send me pictures? <laughs> <laughs> I think what's nice to hear, Vasco, is that it seems that you guys have, you know, it seems you've got a good team and you're happy with your boat. And when you think about all the America's Cup campaigns over the years, that is not the case. And a lot of the time for the Italian teams, it seems you guys are in a good spot then. I mean, uh, OK, there, there is a two, uh, two parts of, the, the, of this happiness. Okay, First of all, there is one part that is not very nice because uh, we are... Uh, in Italy, and uh, you can imagine how sad yeah. is this moment for Italy. First of all, the first the first uh, smile, I would like to give a present to everybody in Italy to try to to have a better time in the future. 
Okay, point number one. After that, what we are, we are lucky because everybody is in good shape. We are in the best place in the world because Sardinia is amazing. And uh, we are playing, uh, we are working that uh, right now in the world, not many persons are working. Yeah. We are uh, sailing. That is what we, what we like. And we are spending good time together. If you are not able to enjoy this kind of uh, life, you are just stupid. So I think that you need to start, uh, you need to start from this point. That yeah. recognize how lucky you are. And then, and then every, everything will be simple. Every time that somebody in our team complain, I think that now it's easier to show what is the world outside. If he doesn't understand, I'm, I'm sorry for him. He's, uh, he's wasting time in his life. I think that's beautifully well put because, uh, yeah, the world, the world we're living in is a completely different place to only six weeks ago. Now, yes. and, uh, and there are bigger picture things to, to keep an eye on now. That's for sure. That is for, for sure. sure. For sure. And, and when we have some, some uh, uh, let's say, drinking with friends like we have now, if I am unhappy, again, I'm stupid. So, guys, yeah. we need to be very happy to, to stay together and, uh, and speak about America's Cup. Even if I don't want to tell too much about the, the America Cup to Stripper, <laughs> you already said too much. <laughs> but, hey, hey, I'm, happy, go. I'm happy boy. Sorry, I can uh, didn't hear you. T- Terry is coming on to the pod, and uh, okay. you know, we're very privileged to have you and him on. But please notice, you were our principal guest and came on before Terry. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> Vasco, he's going to say exactly the same to Terry next week, you know. <laughs> <laughs> You're making an interview to Terry next week? What, uh, what I want that you say, uh, tell to Terry is uh, that um, uh, I'm so happy to, to, see you, him, uh, to see him soon in New Zealand and uh, that for the first time I will invite him for a dinner. <coughs> oh, dear. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on, Vasco. It's been an yeah. absolute pleasure. Thank you for also for me. Thank yeah. you for taking the time, Vasco. It's been a huge privilege for us to have you. We, we've so enjoyed watching your, your team in action, or what we're allowed to watch, because you're being very secretive now. But we wish you the very best of luck. I think you're you're one of the world's greatest ever sailors, and so for Sturfer and I to have a chat with you is a huge privilege. Thank you. Thank you, boys. Stay safe. Ciao, Belly. Ciao, Vasco.